Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to take a minute to talk to you about making authentic friendships. You might remember the founder, Juliana Featherman, from episode 34 of Adventures in Autism. She is an autism sibling who created this amazing interactive web app that enables children ages 13 and up and adults with special needs to make friends based on age, interest, diagnosis, and geographic location. Parents and caregivers can also sign up to connect with other parents and caregivers. For more info or to sign up, head to makingauthenticfriendships.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Adventures in Autism, episode 78. I am Megan Carranza. Thank you so much for coming to listen. If it is your first episode, welcome. So happy to have you. And if you have been listening, thank you so much for coming on back. And as always, I really just have to start by saying thank you so much to everybody for just all the love and support you guys give the show. I I love hearing from you guys. Just this past week, I scheduled a few upcoming recordings with listeners, which I love to do. So if you have been listening to the show and enjoying and you would like to share your story, please contact me. The best way to do that is probably my email, which is adventuresinautism2018 at yahoo.com. But every week, every every day. I'm just so, so blown away by this little podcast and the amazing community that is rallying around it. I am just so, so honored to be a part of it. So today's episode, speaking of the autism community, you are probably familiar with my guest, Lisa. She has an amazing blog and Facebook page called Cody Speaks, which if you remember, Lisa actually was a guest on the show almost exactly a year ago. She was my guest on episode 25. So she is my first returning guest. And this was so much fun. After Lisa and I recorded last year, I had been following their journey for a while at that point. And if you have not listened to that episode, I would encourage you to go back and listen because Lisa does kind of detail the early days of their journey and sort of catches us up to where we start the conversation today. Uh, Her son Cody is 19. So there's a lot packed into that episode. And we just we connected. And like I said, I had been following Lisa. So it was just so great to to get to talk with her. And over this past year, we have stayed in touch. So if you listen to my one year anniversary episode, I talked about how I wanted to kind of bring back some some favorites and sort of catch up with some of my past guests, which if honestly, like everyone's my favorite. So (laughs) it's hard to pick. But Lisa is somebody who I think so many of you resonate with. I know because I honestly still get feedback on on her episode. Lisa is just so incredibly honest and open in such like a, a raw and like heartfelt way that you just can't help but feel it. You feel every, every word that she is speaking in 
in her in the episode, but also if you read her posts. Anyone who already follows her knows exactly what I mean because she's just incredible. So when it came to bringing back returning guests, Lisa was like at the top of my list. And I'm so, so excited that we got a chance to chat again. So in this episode, we kind of start with her just sort of catching us up on what's been going on this past year, especially with like Cody's schooling and just some kind of newer things they've been working on. And then it was really fun because I actually had taken listener questions. I asked on, on social media and I got some really great questions for her. So we talked about that and we just had a really awesome open conversation. I, I just love Lisa. She's so sweet. And if you're not familiar with her, like I said, definitely go back and listen to episode 25, but you could also just pick up today and I know you will immediately fall in love with Lisa and Cody and their whole family as well. They're just incredible. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy listening to this conversation with Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Welcome to Adventures in Autism. Hi, Megan. I'm so excited to be here. I can't even stand it. Oh, you're so sweet. So you might remember Lisa. Lisa's my first returning guest to the podcast, but she also has an amazing blog and Facebook page and Instagram called Cody Speaks, where she shares her whole journey with her amazing son, Cody, who is he 18 now? No, he's 19. He's 19. Oh, my word. I can't. Yeah. So, I mean such like a transitional time and so much going on. So if you haven't yet listened to that episode with Lisa, which I will have to say the actual episode number when I do the intro show, cause I can't remember, but it was almost exactly a year ago. So it's yes, it was. Yeah. It's a perfect time to bring you back. So if people want to listen to your backstory and more about like the early years with Cody, they can listen to that. But if you will, to kind of start with, sort of take us back and sort of catch us up on what's been going on with you guys this past year. Well, um, I think it's been right at about a year that we decided to put Cody back in his prior placement for school. Mm-hmm. If you, if you remember, we took him out because he was having some behaviors and I thought maybe it might be better to put him in a different school where the, the structure of the classroom, the kids are going to be, they're they're more higher functioning. So that way it would be a better role model maybe for Cody. So we decided that we would do that. It was, it's been a little over a year now and it just didn't work out at all. It was, it was too difficult for him. The class was, you know, it was just too, he just wasn't ready for it. The teacher would be up at the front and she would lecture for like 45 minutes. Mm. And it was just, it was too much for him. So we took him out. Now he's back in the autism program. Mm -hmm. Just, it's just kids that are, that have autism and they have other, other uh, disabilities that, that run along with autism, but it's primarily autism based. It's an autism run classroom. Mm -hmm. And he really, that's where he wanted to be anyway. He's, Mm -hmm. he was there for four years prior. So he's back there and he's actually, he graduated last year, Mm -hmm. but he's now in the adult program, which, you know, they learn independence and community outings and they learn to hopefully go on to work later. Mm -hmm. And so he's there and he's, I mean, he's been doing really, really well, at, you know, and he's, you know, we always work on behaviors at home. That's mm-hmm. like number one for us. And he's, he's been doing really, really well 
you know, the past year, we've had, you know, bumps in the roads. It's not going to always be smooth sailing, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, definitely we've had bumpy times, but he's really learning to regulate himself. Wow. He really is. And we're getting out more as a family. We actually went to, um, during the holidays, we went to Grinchmas. Never, ever, ever had taken him to Universal Studios. He's never been to Disneyland. It's just loud and it's a lot Mm -hmm. for him Mm -hmm. and we really wanted to do something fun as a family and I was nervous about it but we took a respite provider with us for extra hands Mm -hmm. and it was just amazing it was a rainy day it was uh, the middle of the week and it was like we had the park to ourselves it was just so wonderful. And you know what? I don't know that he, he, you know, he seemed to have a good time. He was fine. They have sensory rooms there, which is fabulous. Mm-hmm. You can go and take breaks. And okay. uh, so we did that like three times and that, that was wonderful. You know, he had, you, you know, people say, did he have a good time? You know, I don't know. I think, would he have wanted to go if I asked him like, and I really thought, he understood where we were going. I don't know. You know, (laughs) I think he just likes hanging out with us. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, maybe he just tolerated the day, but he seemed to have a good time, you know? And, um, it was just really good. So we're trying to do more things. Yeah. You know, I was going to say, cause like, even if this time it wasn't like he had the time of his life, you're planting that seed. So then for next time you go, and maybe that time he'll be a little more into it. And yeah, maybe. Yeah. And it's like, like you said, they have the the sensory rooms, which is amazing. That's so nice to hear. I feel like that kind of stuff is popping up all over and it's so encouraging. But maybe he'll remember then, you know, if he does feel overwhelmed when he's there, like, oh, I need to take a break. Or he'll remember like one of the exhibits that you did that he really liked. You know what I mean? Like right. stuff like that. And it's like over time that that adds up and then maybe it will be one of those places where you're like, this is Cody's favorite spot, you know? Right. Exactly. It's, it's, I mean, we're not going to know unless we get him out, but it was, Mm -hmm. it was so hard for so long Mm -hmm. that I was just afraid, you know? Gosh. Yeah. And just hearing you say that, that it's like, it was so hard for so long and now it's like becoming a possibility. Yeah. It's like, it's not, I'm not as afraid. And I feel like with each time we go out and it's successful, then I'm like, Hey, we did it. Mm-hmm. It's like, we can do it more and more. And he's been asking to go out more, like, mm. you know, shopping more. And I'm like, really shopping? We just went yesterday. <laughs> I'm like, go again. I mean, I'm more like, I'm a homebody. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm going to go out. I'm like, there's people out there. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. See, Logan is the opposite. Like, well, it sounds like Cody's getting to that point, but he always, he wants to get out of the house. Like on a day where he doesn't have school or therapy, he's getting his shoes. He's like pushing us out the door and he doesn't care where we go. He just wants to go. And uh-huh. I, I, I like to get out, but I'm also a homebody too. So it's like, especially right now in Chicago, it's freezing cold winter. I want to stay inside, but I'm like, okay, where can I take him? Like make up, make up an errand to take him somewhere. Cause he just wants to get out of the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so cute, but it, it's like, I'm like, Oh yeah. I don't, I don't like lying. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. Um, well, I'm so happy to hear that for you guys. Just, just like those little things. Cause like little by little, it really does add up. Um, you were saying before we recorded though, you had kind of a tough weekend. Do you want to 
elaborate we on that? did you know it's, it's he gets typically we have really hard weekends when it's a holiday like yeah. extra extra couple days or if it's just a holiday like christmas time is christmas is really hard usually anytime that he's got a certain amount of of days off from school where it's not as rigidly scheduled mm-hmm. you know amen um yeah it's it is so hard and he just he gets stuck and he got so stuck on you know this particular video it's always a video and i'm hoping that he's going to you know get into more things but right now it's just videos so what are you going to do you know you're just mm-hmm. you, you try to just be positive and so it's so weird it's like he was waiting for a video and then it arrived and as soon as it arrived he opened it and he started shaking mm. and then he started like you know repeating over and over again that the name of the video and I said but Cody this is it and he, he just got really upset and it you know I don't really know what happened mm-hmm. you know it's just he just perseverated on it all weekend long he didn't want he didn't I guess he didn't want it to arrive that day is what I'm thinking. Oh. And so he said, um, you know, he put it in my closet and I said, you don't want it. He said, no. So, you know, he, and he does a lot of pacing. And I mean, I just, I thought Saturday I might lose my mind. I really did. Mm. It's, it's, it just gets to the point where you're just like, oh my gosh, I just, it is just so hard sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so I just, we had a we had a uh, a respite worker for a couple of hours and only for two hours that day and so I couldn't go far and it's so hard for me to I don't know about you but I'm always kind of running the opposite direction from the therapist and to try to just get a break <laughs> I just oh, need a break yeah. I understand yes I get that mm-hmm. I mean I'm it's like I just need to breathe I I just need to be have a moment and I'm always running the opposite way and they're coming down the hallway and I'm running down the other way you know and I'm like oh my god here they come again and there's no place to go mm-hmm. I mean I feel like I just feel like there's no place to. if I could get on my roof I would <laughs> I mean seriously it's Please. like it's that bad and I I've, what's so funny to say uh, that because I don't even always realize I'm doing that but because we have we have someone here six days a week so we have a lot of therapy Thankfully, we love our therapist and we always kind of do like a powwow in the beginning. My my middle daughter loves to like help. So she's kind of down there with them. We have like a therapy room. Oh, nice area. Yeah. So I do. I, I know what you mean. I, I feel like, though, we we kind of need our space and they need their space because when you're just like on top of each other, it's it's really hard. But a lot of times, like when when his therapist come, I'm like, I'm going to go give the girls a bath. Like I want I want to do something where I can kind of like distance myself. A yes. More so that, like you said, you can kind of have that like mental break to be like, OK, he's occupied. I need to do something else or I will. I'll take the girls upstairs and let them like play my daughter's room has like a bunch of her toys and I'm like, I'm just going to fold the laundry. Like things yeah. that I really am not able to do when Logan is present. Cause I, I, it's so funny. You said pacing. That's like one of his big things when his anxiety yeah. is starting to spike. And it's like, you feed off that anxiety. So I, yes. know, I know exactly what you mean when it's like a weekend, when, especially when it's a long weekend, there's not enough structure. There's that anxious feeling in the house and it's like, everyone can feel it and everyone's on high alert. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was just, it, it's just, it just went on all weekend. And so I just, 
I mean, I just went to my car. I just left. I just got in my car and I just said, I don't know where I'm going. I ended up just in a, just, I just got a drink and I just sat Mm -hmm. in my car and I mean, I cried. Yeah. I cried and I wrote and I just started writing because it just, it helps me figure things out, Mm -hmm. you know, and you just, you just have that moment. You're, you're just like, how, how am I still so isolated? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Do you ever feel that way? Like you like, I mean, you know, you're doing this great thing. You have your podcast and you're Mm -hmm. reaching so many people. And I mean, I reach people, but you're still, you still feel so isolated. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's, that's one of those things where as much as it helps to like for me doing the podcast and for you, like with, with your blog, I think sometimes you still have to be the one to like throw out that safety net to like your inner circle and be like, I'm struggling. Right. I need someone because as much as it is like so amazing to have this like virtual village or virtual tribe, like you need those people that you can see face to face. Cause like on, on those days when you are having, you know, that, that horrible time. And it's like, you have those couple hours to get out of the house. Sometimes you do just want to be alone and sit in your car and cry. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like maybe, you know, then it's like, you're like, okay, maybe I could just like meet someone for coffee and just like, maybe talk about this, but also maybe not talk about this at all. And just like right. put it out. Exactly. Of, you know, exactly. Exactly. It's so, it's so true, but it's like, I don't know about you, but you know, since I started my page, my small circle of tribe here locally I don't see them anymore. It's weird. It's weird. See, it's interesting for me because I actually didn't even really have like, uh, like people locally until I started the podcast. And then people that, you know, kind of just were listening to the show, but happened to be local. I'm friends with now, like they're they're part of my circle. Um, so I've been, I've been so, so blessed with that. And it's, it's funny too, because it's like people that I, I maybe knew like peripherally, like my son had like some, some classmates from school that like, I knew the kids cause they were in his class, but I didn't really know the parents. Then it was like, I kind of got to know the parents or just like people from other like organizations, like locally, I've just been able to kind of cultivate these friendships with. And I mean, it really is like, it's, it's life-giving when you have someone who you can see face to face, who understands your situation. Just last week, I got together with a couple of the moms. We had dinner and hung out and had a glass of wine and it's like, not having to like explain things to someone yes. who doesn't understand these things is yes. so valuable to just have those conversations. Yes, it's, it, it, it totally is. I know there's yeah. nothing like it. But I have people that listen to the podcast that I am that I mean, they're they're nowhere local at all. They're all over the country. But I keep up with them like on a regular basis because same thing, like sometimes you can't meet with someone face to face, but like you just kind of need to vent. And I have right that to me and I'm like please let me know like what's going on with you but then I'll maybe we'll have a day we'll have it because trust me that the weekend you're describing I am right there with you I completely understand that and sometimes it is just like you need to tell someone and just not even have them feel sorry for you but just no I get it right I've been there yeah like is this normal like why am I why do I still feel like this? Like I still get so emotional when I talk about my son and he's 19. Yeah. Well, he's your that's, baby. And that's why it's so hard. I think for me to make videos and talk about my son, like it's easier to write because I feel like I'm going to start bawling. I'm like, when am I going to stop crying? It's like, I'm like, Hey, I don't know why I'm like that. It's just, I'm just, I'm pretty emotional. I think, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, I and, yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those things, but 
but so, but we got through the weekend and, you know, he's, you know, he was all better. Actually, he was a lot better yesterday and cause he was off school yesterday too, but he was a lot better yesterday. And, um, so it's just these bumps in the roads, but I feel like sometimes maybe I go back quicker. Like it takes me, it doesn't take me as long to get to that point as yeah. it did years ago. And that's like, I'm like, why? I wonder why that is. It's not that I have less patience. It's just that it takes, I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think we're just always processing things and I think some things are just kind of easier to work through than others. And it doesn't necessarily matter like what the situation is. Like some days you're just kind of better equipped to handle it, you know? Yeah. I, yeah, you're right. That's exactly what it is. Just like your mental capacity is sometimes like in a different spot. I know because I have, and especially because like I have two little girls too. And I feel like a lot of times I use all my patience with Logan. And then it's like with my daughter, especially my middle one, because she's just like, she's amazing, but she's a lot to deal with. <laughs> and I feel like so bad because I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I feel myself like just getting ready to like lose my patience. And I'm like, but you haven't done anything wrong. You're just being a kid. Yeah. Like take a step back and breathe. But because this autism journey takes so much of our patience and our mental capacity and just everything in us, it's like, then when something else arises, you're like, well, I'm spent. I have nothing else left. Right. Yeah. So true. Oh my goodness. Well, we had some really awesome listener questions that I want to get into because I think these are some of these we've actually kind of already touched on, but I, I do want to talk to you about. Um, so the first one, and I'm kind of paraphrasing this because this was a little bit longer, but you had talked about recently how you guys had never taken a family vacation. Yeah. So I just wanted to hear you kind of elaborate on that. And then there was also a follow-up. Have you heard of, I had never heard of this, but I guess there's some kind of like cruise specifically for autism it's called like autism of the sea yeah I've heard of that yeah so this is like specifically for autism families which I was not familiar with um but yeah talk to me about vacations because I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that it's just I I'm just a scaredy cat we need to try we really need to try um the last vacation we went to or we went on was that we went to my to visit my mom and she lives uh more centrally located here in California. And we went to visit her and Cody was probably, I don't know, uh, three or four. He was little. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And he just, he just had a meltdown and he could not sleep. Mm-hmm. And we were just starting our journey. I mean, he was, he was diagnosed at 17 months, but we didn't start getting any kind of services or help till he was three. Mm-hmm. So we were really just starting off and just trying to figure it out and getting everything in place. And he just, we had to leave in the middle of the night, Oh my you know, God. and it was, it was just so hard. And we, af- well, after that, we actually did go, uh, on one other little outing, my sister got married and that was probably, he was probably six or seven then. And I wrote a blog about it. I remember, it was, it I remember was, that blog yeah. post. It was heartbreaking. It was just, and that was the turning point where I just was like, I knew I was just on the edge of insanity. I knew it. I could just, I mean, I was just, I bawled all the way home. Oh. I was just a complete mess. And so for me, it's like, it's so hard to 
to forget that. And I mean, even it was mm-hmm. so many years ago, I'm like, get, you need to just try. I have a hard time with it. So mm-hmm. we are, we're, we're talking about it and we're going to have to probably just go maybe overnight locally yeah. to a hotel, you know, mm-hmm. just start small. Right. And then see yeah. how it goes. I, you know, what? and I was, I was, you know, talking about, um, in a video about respite and how hotels need to have sensory rooms and oh, you know, yeah. so, so that when these families, when, when we go, at, so we'll have a place to go. Yeah. You know, because not every state, especially, you, you know, Chicago, right. You can't go to the park <laughs> and swing. Right. You so, know, mm-hmm. but if they had a sensory room with all these things, okay, let's go there. You know what I mean? That's a really good point. Cause like we were saying, like universal, like there's places that, that have these sensory rooms kind of built in, but that's a good idea for like hotels to yes. start stuff like that. Cause that would be really beneficial. I mean, I know I would be like, you know, let's go here because they have X, Y, and Z, you know, uh, I mean mm-hmm. like the, that great wolf lodge. I know a lot of people like that for me. I, I don't want to go there. I think the chlorine <laughs> would just be overpowering. That's just, Oh, me. gotcha. That's a good point. That's yeah. just me though. Um, so I know that a lot, you know, a lot of people really love it and that's, but that's a like a you know, a little bit of a, you know, look what they're doing. That's great. You know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I always say, cause for us, like we, we do something like every year, but we very rarely, I don't think we've ever stayed in a hotel because I would rather like rent a house or we're really lucky. We have a family friend that has a beach house, just a couple hours away in Michigan. And the nice thing with that is that like, because it's a bigger space, we can kind of control the environment a little bit more. Yes. And usually what ends up happening is that my husband and I will split up and he will like take one of the rooms and sleep with Logan. Cause he just does better with my husband there to kind of like actually like put him to bed and he'll stay in bed with him. We, this last summer though, we actually, they, like I said, the family I used to nanny for, they're amazing. They have this amazing, beautiful beach house and they have like a bunk room. So there's like all these bunk beds like built in. And I was shocked because Logan and Liliana actually both stayed in their rooms and they slept in the bunk together. But that was the first year that they'd done that. And we've been staying there for a while. But like I said, the, and that's something that I've, I've talked with other people too, is like when, when we go to like somebody's house or we went to house, it's just like, we have, like, we have a kitchen there. I can like bring Logan's cups, like the things he's familiar with, you know, right. like, like, I mean, that's a silly to say his cups, but like just things that, that are like comfortable for him. I feel yes. like kind of like set up shop a little bit more as opposed to like in a hotel and like, you're just kind of stuck in this one room. Yeah, you're right. That's a, that's a really good, I, I, I forget about stuff like that. You know, <laughs> I really do. That's really like, we always do that. Cause like you said, with the sleeping thing too, the, I was shocked that they slept in the same room and they both actually like slept in there because normally we do have to have everybody in a separate room. Otherwise nobody sleeps. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's true. Sort of, that's my, my little bit of advice with uh, vacationing <laughs> is just yeah. control the environment as much as you can. You're so br- much braver than I am. <laughs> and you've got three little ones. I mean, you're like way busier. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're lucky though, because Logan has always, like I said, he likes to get out of the house. He likes to go places. So since he was a baby, we have been, like I said, like every summer. And we don't always go far. The beach house is a couple hours away. We have taken him further. 
Um, but he has always been good with that. Now, if we get to the point where he's not, then I'm sure I probably would be like, no, we're staying home. I'm not leaving. But while we're okay, I'm like, we got to keep it up. We yeah, you do. You got to really keep do. it up. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, okay. So the next thing, and I'm curious to hear this too, is what has been the most effective thing that has helped Cody with conversational skills? You know, I always just talk to him mm-hmm. like he was going to answer me. I just yeah. always did. I think it's just, for me, it was just, it felt like it was more, it just felt right. I just, I don't like to talk about him in front of him. Mm-hmm. I never have. I, I just hate that. Mm-hmm. And I always just want to talk to him like a person. And even though for so long, he didn't answer me, mm-hmm. you know, I, I knew he was listening. Yes, I, yeah. I did. I knew he was listening and I knew that we would just figure it out. You know, I mean, I didn't know what I was doing at all. <laughs> um, and, and early on, you know, I would give him a choice. I would say, you know, did you have a good day? And mm-hmm. I would kind of wait and pause and, and see if he was going to say anything. And if he didn't, I would say yes or no. I would give him, you know, choices. And that helped mm-hmm. also. Giving choices definitely helps. It yeah. helped for Cody because I feel like they, maybe they just have these words floating around and they just don't know what to choose. You know what I mean? It's like, and it helps him kind of um, generalize what, what they're looking for. And if you give, if I give Cody two choices, he'll usually always pick one. Mm -hmm. So it really helps him a lot. And, um, so I think that has been the, the most effective is just, is giving him choices and just always treating him, you know, like you would anyone else. I mean, even, I, I think that's really important. You know, I really do. I just, I I, it hurts my soul when I don't see that happening. Yeah, no, I totally, totally agree with when you said like not talking about him in front of him. That's something when Logan was younger, I I did that more freely and didn't even necessarily realize it. Whereas like now I catch myself doing that sometimes and I'm like, let's go in the other room or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wait till he's playing. And I feel like when, I mean, when kids are little, I think we all kind of talk about them, but yeah, I mean, Logan's seven now. So he's still, I mean, he's still a little guy, but it's like, I do think more and more he's just aware of things and it's just a respect thing. It is. It really is. And, you know, um, it's, I just, I, I wonder if he heard something, what he would say, you know what I mean? Like if he heard something really bad or something that hurt his feelings, like, I wonder what he would say. And I just. I just never would want to do that. Yeah, definitely. You know, so I think choices. That's that's a that's a key. That's give, a really a really choices advice. choices. Then you also just said pausing, like giving that minute. Yes, yes. It feel uncomfortable because it's it like does. You're like, feel uncomfortable, and sometimes in the videos they see you're like. I'm just sitting there with, you know, with the camera mm-hmm. and the camera's off to the side of my face. So he's looking right into my eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not like behind it or whatever. So it's off and the pause seems like forever, but you know what, when I pause most of the time he will answer. Yes. And I always tell my husband, cause sometimes my husband's more, he kind of jumps in faster and I go, 
listen, I go, watch this video. I said, you need to pause a little bit longer. Give Cody some time to process what you're asking him and give him, and I have to be careful with my husband because he takes it wrong sometimes. (laughs) (sighs) So yeah. Oh boy. So I'm like, just pause a little bit longer and then he'll answer. And he's like, okay. You know, and it, it does. It's amazing. It really is. Yeah. I think those two pieces of advice, like really giving that pause and giving the choice, I think are like so powerful. Yes, definitely. Uh, Okay. So the next one, and this is kind of a, a, probably a loaded question, but what has been the most surprising part of this journey for you? Oh gosh. You know, I, I saw that question. I've been kind of thinking about it. Oh, I, I know. I love, it's not like, it's not easy to just say right off the bat. Cause there's so many surprises. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm always surprised at things he's mastered. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they disappear mm. and I'm like, what? Like, mm. I, I'm like, why is that? That is surprising to me. Like I understand, you know, like, okay. I, you know, I learned how to ride a bike when I was a kid and I haven't ridden it, ridden a bike in like 15, 20 years. So maybe I'm rusty, but I didn't forget how to do it. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it's like, he forgot how to do it. Mm -hmm. Like what, what is that? Like, how is that possible? That to me is, was like, I, I just don't understand it. And so surprising. Is there something specific that you're thinking of? Well, for instance, we're working on, you know, he can't really, his fine motor is just not there. And, you know, at this age, it's probably not going to be there. So we've decided, you know, long ago that we're just going to work on typing. Okay. You know, so he'll type information on his iPad, like our address, um, you know, family names, Mm -hmm. uh, his his school, the name of his school, things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, he'll, he'll master, you know, one or all of these things and then we'll move on to something else and then we'll come back and it, it's called a maintenance program where we come back and just see how he's doing. And it's like, he forgot his school, and yeah. I'm like, but he mastered it like two months ago. Mm-hmm. I, that's, that to me is very perplexing. You know, I don't know okay. if that's just, pretty typical for kids on the spectrum. I don't know, you know? Yeah. I'm not sure. I would be interested to hear from other people too. I know more recently for us, like Logan did a intensive potty training program at his therapy center last spring break. So like almost a year ago. And he, from the time he did that, so that was in March up until fall when he went back to school, he had done amazing. Like I could count the number of accidents he had on like one hand, like he was just rocking and rolling. And then all of a sudden, like after school started, I don't know if it was just like the change in his routine, even though he was happier to be at school, he just like Cody has a harder time with that kind of, you know, less structured time of the summer. Yeah. For some reason he just, he hit this major regression and it was like you said, it was like all of a sudden, we were just having accidents left and right. And I'm like, how is it that he went from, you know, going the entire summer and we would be in the car and we'd be out at places and he would have no problem going to the bathroom to now it's like, we're sitting on the couch and he just has an accident. It's yeah. so crazy. And, it is. and 
thankfully like gotten back to a better place. Um, and I think that's just so important is just persistence always just like, don't, don't get mad. Don't get upset. Just like keep moving forward. That's it. Yeah. But it's still like when you stop and think about it, you're like, why is this happening? (laughs) Well, for me, it's like worrisome because I think, well, he knew his address, but you know, what if something were to, what if something happened and he all of a sudden was wandering the streets, yeah. which I don't think is ever going to happen. I mean, there's always somebody with him, but you just, what if he needed to recite his address to someone and couldn't yeah. remember? Mm-hmm. That's true. I, I mean, you know, I think is interesting though. And this was, I think part of what came up is a lot of people had said to me during that time, you know, when, when you're dealing with regression, sometimes it's because they're working on another skill. And so it's like all the brain power is going towards that. So I've definitely seen that with Logan. I don't know if you've seen that with Cody, but some, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Sometimes I, cause like around that same time, Logan started writing his name independently, which he had, had not been able to do before. And he had also had recently gotten his speech device and he was like making a lot of headway with the speech device. So even though the things don't necessarily seem correlated, like for some reason that, you know, like he's using all this brain power on one thing and then it's like everything else kind of goes out the window. But like I said, then we kind of come back to this place of like, okay, we're, we're sort of recovered from that. Yeah. That makes, that makes sense to me. Yeah. So next time, if you notice that, look around and just think like, okay, what is he, is he doing anything right now? Like, do we have any like breakthroughs? And sometimes they're little where it doesn't necessarily seem like a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it, I mean, like when he, yeah, when he came home and had written his name, I was like, whoa. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, that was a big, a big deal. Um, okay. So the next one, I think this is so important because I have been talking about this for my goals for 2020, but what is what do you do for self-care oh i do a lot for self-care i'm telling you what i do a lot oh okay i i i got to i have yeah yes yes um well i i practice yoga nearly every day i remember you tell told me that when we recorded i i love yoga i i do try to go to classes i don't go that often but when i do go it is like it's it's like very healing that to me has been life changing. I yoga saved my life. It really did. Wow. It's like for me, it is life changing. It's it is just it if I don't go for a couple of days, I am just a different person. You feel it. I can totally feel it. Um it it just gives me so much more patience. I just have clarity and then it just mm-hmm. and I love to meditate. I meditate often throughout the day. You know, when I just disappear into the backyard or going mm-hmm. to my closet or I mean I just I'm just in deep thought like why am I here why why mm-hmm. what am I supposed to be doing with my life like I'm just answering all these questions constantly mm-hmm. am I doing the right thing am I you know what I mean just yeah constantly I'm just I, I go into this deep deep thought a lot good for you and good. um and I get regular massages Mm, huge. Um, I get my nails done. Good for you. Just, uh, you know, just a manicure. I don't mm-hmm. do anything fancy, but I do that. Um, I just, you know, I don't, I don't really go anywhere as far as like overnight or anything like that. It's just, I do something for myself every day. I love that. Yeah. Just whatever, you know, I think it's important to pick something that really, 
makes you happy, whatever it is, and do try to do that. Try mm-hmm. to do something every day. It's really important. You know, I find that if I don't, I'm just, I'm just not the person I want to be. Yeah. You know, it's, well, it's not it's, as good of a mom. Cause it's like when you no. completed, you, when you're coming from that place, like you yes. give your kids the best of you, you know, and you know, even it's so when your tank is empty, right. Same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. It is so true. And I just, I don't know. I hear, and we, you know, we have respite of course. And mm-hmm. my husband and I, we go out once, at least once a week, all day. We'll go to movie. We'll go to lunch. We went yesterday. We went. We were gone all day. It was fabulous. We were gone five hours, five or six hours. And I came. I was like, I didn't recognize the house. I was like, wow, (laughs) this is so great. It was like we were gone. It was so nice. We just walked around. We went to lunch. We just, we were just together. And you know, we didn't. I didn't check my phone. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's we don't do that enough. Sometimes. Sometimes we'll stay home and we'll do projects around the house when we have respite and it's just not the same, you know? No. Yeah. Getting out. I always say that I feel like even if you, like how you said you get massages. Um, I, so for the last like year, one of the things that I've been doing for myself is I get eyelash extensions Oh, (laughs) and I love it. Cause it's like, I just feel like when I wake up in the morning, I, you know, I, I don't have makeup on. I, really look like a troll but I just feel, no, feel like a little bit more of a lady <laughs> um, but then when we do go out and I get like dialed up I'm like oh I love I just I just you know I, I love like girly stuff so but yeah. I get eyelashes done but but every time I get them done and it takes a while like even for like because like, I just get them like kind of refilled now it still takes like good 45 minutes I I pass out on that table every single time and I could like lay on my bed during the day and my mind would just race. Like I wouldn't uh, yeah. to like relax, but when you're in like a different spot, even if it is just like five minutes away, when you're not like in your space, you can really like disconnect in a different way. You can, because when you're in your space, all you think about is everything you have to do. Yes. I mean, I it's ridiculous. Laundry. I got to unload the dishwasher. Like yes. It's a million things. Constantly. Even when I'm watching TV, I'm like, look at the hole over there on the wall. I didn't do a very good job <laughs> patching that. I'm like, that's going to drive me insane for like five years before I finally do it again. (laughs) I mean, it's like, it's, that's why people go on vacation, I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you need to like, just get, kind of turn your mind off to things. And yeah, when, when you're in, when you're in your space, it's just so hard to do that. But yeah, when you actually get out and do, do anything and that, that time for me is like, I, so it's like, I get my eyelashes done, but I'm like, oh, I get to like take a nap. I just get to like, yeah, myself a little bit. And that, and it's so funny because my, it's my friend who does them. She's like, I, she's like literally every time she's like, we get like five minutes in and you're snoring. Oh, that is so sweet. (laughs) I'm like, this is what it is. Like it's, it's what I need though. It's so funny. I'm tired. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So do you get massages? You know what? I don't. I really do occasionally do you guys have those like foot massage places out by you know here? one just opened up but I was like what is that I was like is that okay, one of those weird massage stuff. places <laughs> I mean I don't know maybe it's weird to some people I I actually prefer that over getting like a traditional massage at this point because first of all they just do like a fantastic job but I've been to we have a ton out here and I've been to most of them and I I've never had a bad massage but what I love is that you don't have to like take your clothes off like yeah everything so it's just kind of quicker so I I try to do that 
I should do that way more. I should do that like weekly. Um, but I, I recommend that to everybody because it's, it's, yeah, it's a little bit quicker and it's just amazing. I like, same thing. I can, I can just like, I, what the interesting thing for me, I talk to people out there like, I can't relax. I can relax. I don't like if I, like, again, if I'm out of my space and I have the opportunity to relax, I will take advantage of that. Oh, me too. <laughs> yeah. I, and anywhere I, so and anywhere I can go where I can get rubbed, I'm all about. Oh yeah. <laughs> we're cut from the same cloth. Cause that's how I feel too. But I talk to people a lot and they're like, yeah, I, I can't sit. I can't. And I'm like, okay, you need to like give yourself a break and just like yeah. enjoy that time. You just, you, you totally can. do. And you know, speaking of massages, I've been, I've talking to my husband about maybe starting to do some kind of a therapeutic massage on Cody. Ooh. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, of course mm-hmm. he's not going to get undressed. I wouldn't want him to. Um, but you know, the, the gal that I go to, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. And so maybe, cause I worry about how rigid he is, mm-hmm. you know, and he mm-hmm. doesn't stand up straight. And when he walks, he's kind of hunched over. And, you know, as you, as you get older, I, I know he's not old, but as you are getting, as you're growing and changing your body, if you're not stretching and constantly, you know, doing the, the the range of motion and all everything that we should be doing to get, to keep our muscles limber and, you know, mm-hmm. even atrophy. And yeah. so it's important to, and I, I mean, I'm going to see if maybe that might be something, and he might really enjoy that. Yeah. You know, to have yeah. like his shoulders rubbed. I rub him sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, and maybe his arm, you know, and like the deep pressure. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. the range of motion, just have her take his arm and like, you know, move it up and around. Oh, you know? okay. And, I mean, I tried to teach him yoga, but it's a hot mess. I mean, nobody wants <laughs> to see that. It's, you know, you can't possibly get into a pose when you're trying to get him into a pose and he's so rigid. He's, mm. he doesn't, he's, he's like so tight. Okay. Uh-huh. That, boy is so tight. Do you know that when he lays down in his bed and I read him a story at night, mm-hmm. his head is not even on the pillow. And I said, Cody, are you comfortable? And he says, yes. I go, honey, oh, wow. lay your head, relax, breathe. That's so, so interesting. It is. He is so tight all mm-hmm. the time. That- I can't imagine what that would feel like. Yeah. I mean, I'm imagining not very comfortable, not very no. Yeah, But I think a lot of the kids are like that. They're just, they're so tight and they're, you know, and he's, he's always bouncing up and down and he's got his mm-hmm. hand flitting and, and mm-hmm. it's just, I think the only time that maybe he's really relaxed is when he takes a bath at night. That's why I really encourage the, mm-hmm. you know, the baths over showers. Mm-hmm. That makes you sense. Know? Sort of like the relaxing time. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, Logan. I always joke. He's like, he's like one of those, like, like a German shepherd puppy that doesn't realize that it's really big. Like he does not understand his size, which I mean, again, he's seven, but he's really like tall and lanky, but he will just come and like curl up on your lap, like a puppy and like, (laughs) so he, I mean, I guess he, he can be rigid, but he's, he's also can be a puddle like so easily. Like if you give him a hundred percent if you give him like a little bit of like stability he will like just give you all his weight he will lean right into you and he's always done that we used to joke like when he would be walking down the stairs he could walk down the stairs completely fine but as soon as you give him your hand he would just like go limp (laughs) wow that's amazing 
That, yeah. but I think that's a good thing because for Cody, it's like when you touch him and you give him a hug, he's like a brick wall. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's just, again, it's like the spectrum. It's like, yeah, from he's one just, to the other. I, I go, Cody, I want to give you a hug. And I put my arms around him and I say, give me a hug. Put your arms around me. Sometimes he will, but most of the time he won't. And he, it's like, he's like, he's like solid. He's, it feels like concrete. I mean, it's, I know that's weird to say that, but no, I'm just trying I, to like, you know, paint a picture and try to, you know, yeah. people understand it's, he's just, and he's like that all the time. And he is a solid muscle. He's got no fat on him because he never sits still. Well, that's, yeah, that I get. Logan is like, he's the scrawniest. So when he, when he gives you a hug, it's usually not all that comfortable because it's all bones coming at you. Yeah. <laughs> all sharp edges, but it's very sweet. Sharp edges. <laughs> Look he, out, oh sharp my gosh, edges. That is exactly what he is. He is just all, all edges. It's so funny. Um, yeah, I'm always trying to fatten him up. You could um, get a okay. t-shirt. You could get a t-shirt, Megan says, look out. Yeah. Sharp edges. Oh yeah. Oh, Incoming. Oh, <laughs> so many sharp edges. It's crazy. <laughs> um, okay. So the last question I have for you, and again, this might be a little bit of a tough one to answer, but I'm excited to hear your answer. What are your future plans for yourself, your family, and obviously Cody? It's so funny that that's like one of the questions because we actually just you know, met with an attorney. We got his special needs trust set up. We've got everything in line for what's, what happens when it, when, well, it's going to be when, I mean, it's not if it's definitely when, Mm -hmm. and then we're, you know, talking about, you know, our forever home, which would hopefully, you know, you know, Cody's going to live with us. The plan is for Cody to live with us until we can no longer care for him. That's the plan. Um, And, you know, we like to have a little bit bigger of a home so that he could have his own space with his own bathroom and maybe even his own little kitchenette. So then he could work on, you know, living alone maybe eventually. Right. Yes. With with Uh help, though. I mean, with someone coming in, obviously, but or even in a group. group, Yeah. Or even a group home. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been looking into there's some group homes locally and, you know, you just it's just good to have options. So I'm going to go and see what they look like, you know, and good for you, you know, because I can't ask my son, Justin mm-hmm. to be his caregiver. I just wouldn't do that mm-hmm. because I don't think it's fair. I need him to either want to do it. And if he doesn't want to, then we need to have other options because I just, mm-hmm. you know, he needs to make that choice for himself. Well, you want them to be brothers first. Yes. And if you put on that, that, that title of caregiver is it's, it's heavy. It's very heavy. And yeah, it, it just, it's, it's so, I mean, I think it's personal for everybody. Cause like you said, there's siblings that they, they want to do that and that's great. But it's also like, if you can just maintain that sibling relationship and, and they can just be brothers that, that alone has so much, there's, that's such a beautiful thing right there. Yeah, it is. It really is. So there's, I mean, there's, we've been doing a lot of, um, you know, planning. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, hopefully, you know, everything will work out the way we hope it'll work out, you know, and, but it's nice to see that there are homes locally that are, you know, geared towards what we're looking for. Yes. 
you know, um, more and more I'm hearing about group homes and how they're not as maybe scary as you might think they are. Yeah. Um, And just like positive, positive things. I think so often you hear about the horror stories and I'm sure there's a million of those out there, but I feel like the, the conversation is kind of shifting. And I think just like in general, you know, I think society, we have a long way to go, but I think we're kind of getting to that point of realizing like we need better options for people with yeah right and they they're building homes now with i forget what they're called but they're home within a home so they're like little like an apartment yeah Mm -hmm. attached to the main house Mm -hmm. which is life-changing for so many people not only for people that have you know children or adults with different abilities but also if you're going to care for your mother or your father right Mm -hmm. it's it's so the world is changing yeah absolutely like i said way to go but we're in the right direction yes i think so i and it's it's pretty exciting actually to see that to see those homes it's it was yeah yeah i keep hearing i've I've even heard like autism communities where it's like a whole neighborhood where different like levels of maybe there's you know a building with like apartments and there's people who need a little bit more support but then there is maybe like like you said kind of these like homes with home kind of things and there's just like different options like all within one neighborhood i i think there actually is one i want to say in arizona that's like actually built but wow. I think like other areas that they're like working on on getting these and like making these happen which i mean i i don't think i can that that's like about the most encouraging thing I could think of. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It really is. It's just, and I just think it's just going to get better, you know, it really, yeah. is. cause in, you know, the more that we go out and everyone else goes out and people wanted more people come forward to tell their stories. It's yeah. just, it's amazing. You know, that actually speaking of other people telling their stories, we met a family when we went to Grinchmas over the holidays mm-hmm. and now she's, they have just started their own page. So oh, and telling oh. their story. So it's amazing. It really is, you know, that you, that you, I mean, it's, I mean, and it's a personal choice, whether you want to do it or not. And it's, yeah. it's a lot. I'm not going to lie. It's a lot. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I don't know. This is a lot. It's, it's also, I think for me, it's more positive than not. You are helping so many people, Lisa. You really are. You, I mean, I was saying before we started, you ha- there's just like a, a warmth to you and you just have this like heartfelt quality and like in everything that you share. And it's, I, I appreciate it so much. And I know so many other people do too. Thank you. It's so sweet. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I completely mean it. Well, I could talk to you for like another hour, uh, but I, think I can't should... believe it's been 55 uh, minutes. I know. <laughs> I know. I could just chat with you all day. Um, share again. I mean, I'm sure everyone knows where to find you, but where can people find you and connect with you online? On Facebook, Cody Speaks. And if you want to uh, shoot me an email, it's Cody Speaks mail at gmail.com. Perfect. Awesome. Um, and I will, I will tag you and all that when I post this. Well, Lisa, thank you so, so much for coming back again. I could just talk to you all day. You, uh, your, your honesty is like unparalleled. <laughs> oh, thank you. I can't help it. I, I wear my I, I heart on my sleeve. So. I, 
because it's so it's so heartfelt and and real um and i know that's why everybody everybody else connects with you too so thank you so so much and thanks we'll megan keep in touch my friend in california yes <laughs> all right we'll talk to you later okay bye-bye. bye bye for you, the listeners of Adventures in Autism podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I often get asked for book recommendations related to autism, and one that I always go back to is called The Out of Sync Child by Carol Kranowitz, and it was actually recommended to me by a friend who is also an OT, and I read this book years ago before Logan was even diagnosed. It's not necessarily just for autism. It also goes into like sensory processing disorder or ADHD, but it's just very valuable information and a really great resource that I still pull from today, even though I read it years ago. So that's a really good one. Sometimes just to get my mind off things, I also just enjoy good old chiclet. <laughs> I love anything by Emily Giffen, like Something Borrowed or Something Blue, and those are available on Audible as well, but you can pick from any of their titles. So to download Download your free audiobook today. Go to audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism. All one word. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism for your free audiobook. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to my conversation with Lisa. Isn't she just the best? <laughs> I I really just love her. I like I said in the opening after Lisa and I recorded last year, I was already such a fan of hers and then getting to speak with her, she really is just such a doll, such a sweetheart and I'm so glad that we we connected and we were able to stay in touch. So, yes, following her her journey with with Cody and just their whole family is awesome. So, you definitely want to check them out on Cody Speaks on on Facebook and on Instagram. She shares a lot of awesome videos, especially with Cody that just melt me. They really do. <laughs> so definitely check her out. If you want to follow me, you can find me on Facebook at Adventures in Autism Podcast. Sorry, that took a minute. <laughs> or on Instagram at Adventures in Autism Pod. Or you can email me at Adventures in Autism 2018 at yahoo.com. Again, I love to hear from you guys. And so if you would like to send me a message or you have a question, feedback if you would like to again if you're you know would consider being a guest on the show to share your story please go ahead and email me one more time I just have to say if you have been listening to the show and enjoying and you have not yet left a review on Apple podcast I would be so so grateful if you would just take a moment to do that it really does help other people to find the show but that is all for now another great episode coming up next week. I have just been a little recording fool these past few weeks and I have so many awesome episodes coming up. I'm like so, so excited about it. So can't wait. All right. That is all for now. And until next time, take care.